0: This is West Virginia Morning, I'm Teresa Wills. There's a special restaurant in Morgantown serving comfort food to a special clientele.
1: Honestly, I got a little bit annoyed when they closed down
0: a lot during COVID. (laughs) I always had to check my Instagram or Facebook to check their business hours. That story and more coming up this West Virginia Morning. Support for West Virginia Morning is proudly provided by Luke Frazier. Missing school can significantly impact a child's academic success. A new bill is changing how the state's schools deal with absences. Chris Schultz has more.
2: Chronic absenteeism is defined as missing 10% of the school year or more, which amounts to 18 days. State Superintendent Michelle Blatt told the Senate Education Committee Thursday a third of all students in West Virginia are considered chronically absent, reflecting a rising national trend.
3: When you're missing one, two, three days a month, you're not only getting behind yourself, but our teachers are having to struggle to catch that child up. So it has a huge impact on the achievement, really, of all students in the school. Senate Bill 568
2: changes the focus from counting truancy and unexcused absences to a multi-tiered system of support with emphasis on all absences, both excused and unexcused. Platt said it frees up staff to truly focus on the cause of chronic absenteeism. For West Virginia Public Broadcasting, I'm Chris Schultz in Morgantown.
0: A bill moved through the Senate Health and Human Resources Committee on Thursday that would require medical professionals to educate someone granted an abortion in West Virginia about possible risks. Emily Rice has more
4: abortion is banned in West Virginia with minimal exceptions for rape, incest, or to save a pregnant person's life. Senate Bill 352 requires physicians to offer those who are granted an abortion in West Virginia an ultrasound, the gestational age of the fetus or embryo, and possible risks associated with the procedure. Senator Patricia Rucker, a Republican from Jefferson County, said the bill does not further restrict abortion in West Virginia.
0: What this just does is ensure that women have informed decisions, information to make decisions, if pursuing an abortion in the state of West Virginia under the limited circumstances in which we allow.
4: The committee substitute for Senate Bill 352, modifying the Unborn Child Protection Act, passed the committee without opposition. For West Virginia Public Broadcasting, I'm Emily Rice in Charleston.
0: Tucked away in downtown Morgantown is Yama, a cozy diner that serves up homestyle Japanese food. Since the 1990s, Japanese students have come there to share their common language and culture with the staff. It's also a place of comfort and connection for everyone. Folkways reporter Lauren Griffin has this story.
1: As you walk into Yama, the workers greet you with a warm smile. The restaurant invites you to slow down and spend some time connecting. You can grab a manga comic to read, or enjoy the Japanese TV playing in the background. The food here is different from what you typically find in nearby Japanese restaurants. Less sushi, more comfort foods, like katsudon, a pork cutlet over rice. Yama attracts die-hard regulars. My name is Sun. I'm originally from Korea, but I've been living in Morgantown since 2005. I come here once or twice a week. People are kind of obsessed with this place. I honestly, I got a little bit annoyed when they closed down a lot during COVID. <laughs> I always had to check my Instagram or Facebook to check their business hours. Yama the restaurant was started by Yama the man back in the 1990s. Yama prioritized hiring staff that were Japanese or Japanese American. People like Miki Carducci. She's from Osaka, Japan and has been working at Yama for years. She loves the food, especially the teriyaki tofu. So crispy and it's like melty tofu in the middle. So teriyaki tofu isn't uh, what Japanese people eat. That's his creation. Yama's creation. Yama was a trained chef, but he wanted to run a more casual restaurant. In Japan, he operated a bar that attracted university students, just like the spot he created in Morgantown. About half the workers are students. Carducci's son, Hugo, recently started working at Yama with his mom.
0: It's funny. There's uh, sometimes, especially like when I was being trained as a server, she would not like yell at me, but kind of scold me a little bit if I didn't do things right.
1: Hugo says growing up he rarely met other Japanese people. The Japanese community in West Virginia is very small.
0: I moved to uh, Greenbrier County, Lewisburg. A lot of people there have never seen an Asian person before. People saying like, are, like, are you are you Chinese? And I'll say like, no, I'm Japanese. It's like, oh, like, it's the same thing.
1: Hugo's now a student at West Virginia University down the street. For him, Yama is a community space that lets him explore and share in his Japanese identity.
0: Actually, the other day, um, someone came in and just like, ordered it all in Japanese, and we had an entire conversation in Japanese. It was like 10-15 minutes. We're one of the only places here in Morgantown that can offer that.
1: I used to be a regular. I studied Japanese at WVU, and I would hang out at Yama's for hours with friends, like Kaoru Shirashi. I called him up recently, and he told me how he felt when he first arrived in Morgantown.
3: It's just nothing there. I was a little bit afraid.
1: But Yama became a comforting place for him and other Japanese students at WVU. It reminded them of home.
3: I feel like uh, I'm in Japan, even though the in Yama restaurant in West Virginia.
1: And Yama-san himself was a big part of that. He would remember customers and sometimes bring you a little treat, like mochi ice cream.
3: If you go one time, he knows customer's face. Next time when you go, surprisingly, he noticed this ass and with name.
1: But Yama-san's not at the restaurant anymore. He retired a few years ago and moved back to Japan. Now there's a new owner.
3: My name is Min Kim, and I'm the owner of this restaurant, Yama Japanese. I've been uh, operating this restaurant since 2016.
1: Before Min took over, she had never worked in a restaurant. Her primary focus was raising her daughter, But she heard from a friend that Yama was looking for help. Min needed a job, and Yama needed a successor,
3: even one that didn't know much about running a restaurant. So basically, no experience at all, but I learned and then trained by Mr. Yama. He always complained about me, this is not house kitchen, Min, no, this is business, you can't do this way, do that way. Min apprenticed with Yama-san
1: for four years, learning his recipes and the ins and outs of the kitchen. The most
3: challenged dish was tempura, because Yama-san, he graduated uh, from culinary school. I I don't know, his body and especially hands are very different, so he can't even touch the hot boiling oil, (laughs) which
1: I cannot do eh? Min is a trained cook now and has perfected all of Yama's dishes,
3: but she's not Japanese. She's Korean. Some customers, they know I'm Korean, so they ask, why don't you add some Korean to your menu? But I just want to keep Yama as a Japanese in you know, a home-style restaurant.
1: Min says her apprenticeship with Yama-san was more than just learning recipes. She was also becoming part of a family.
3: Yama itself, it has its own energy, like in a living creature. <laughs> it's just not a place.
1: Papering the corner of the restaurant are postcards, letters and doodles from customers
3: expressing their love for Yama. It's food and its people. The food is not only something you eat. It delivers so many, you know, emotions and other stuff that you can see. So it is restaurant but We provide something other than food. Sometimes you see customers really down, depressed, but they still come because they need comfort food. And just bring some sweetness to them. Come on, this is extra for you to make you cheer up. Yama is a little pocket of
1: Japan among the hills of West Virginia. Many who come here simply Mm. love the food. But there are also hidden depths in a bowl of Yama's ramen.
2: Thank you. Yeah, right Thank you.
1: Thank you For Inside Appalachia, I'm Lauren Griffin in Morgantown, West Virginia.
0: To hear that story again and more, listen to Inside Appalachia Sunday mornings at 7 and Sunday evenings at 6 on West Virginia Public Broadcasting. This is West Virginia Morning. I'm Teresa Wills. It's 752. Scattered rain this morning in the eastern panhandle, becoming partly sunny in the north, cloudier in the south today where there's chance of afternoon rain, highs in the 50s and low 60s. Chance of rain tonight with lows in the 40s and 50s, periods of rain tomorrow with highs in the 50s and 60s. Support for WVPB is provided by Marshall Health, providing comprehensive primary and specialty care throughout southern West Virginia and the tri-state region. More at MarshallHealth.org. Our song of the week comes from Robbie Foulkes, whose witty yet sophisticated songs have captivated our audience for years. We listened to his performance of Fair Thee Well, Carolina Gals, which originally appeared on his 2016 album, Upland Stories.
2: Those little slim gals would swing their feet down the airport side of Franklin Street and I'd watch them in the not-quite-innocent way. I'm looking at them this evening. Thinking about the plans I put on hold while the town got smaller and the days unrolled. Now there ain't but two stories told, and this one's about leaving. I remember Katie, then Rosalie. I was pressing my luck when I tried for three. Some shrink from a shameful deed, and me I do it like gladly. If I hand you a line, girl, you know it's true If I give you a couple, then it's yours to choose One story from a total of two Has got a good chance to end badly So fairly well, Carolina gals I'm going where you can find me There'll be trouble in the days to come And a lot more fools behind me in that glue in the Northgate Mall, down where the anchor men say you all, and kindness is a show for strangers. All them b schoolboys boys and old hippie men, sweating in the sun to no clear end, I made a medium to poor boyfriend and a pretty good house painter. So fare thee well, Carolina gals, I'm going where you can find me, there'll be trouble in the days to come and a lot more fools behind me. his home dad's heart couldn't be hewn like a simple phrase in a well-made tune well stack of Leo sound good on the moon you don't need a cane chair or a hound dog he'd sing the blues i just smiled i was such a calm and settled child thanking the lord never dreaming the while he was laying out my downfall so with my hair in my eyes and my chest out swelled I stood on her porch and I buzzed the bell Peeking round the blind, knowing full well That her folks had gone to Boston Now they mean quiet when they say lights out Oh, but that was love making and it made me shout Daddy would have come home fast, no doubt If he knew what the weekend it cost him So fare thee well Carolina gals, I'm going where you can't find me There'll be trouble in the days to come and a lot more fools behind me
0: Robbie folks performing Fair The Well, Carolina gals on the mountain stage. To hear the full performance and more, tune in this Saturday at six and Sunday at noon right here on West Virginia Public Broadcasting. West Virginia Morning is a production of West Virginia Public Broadcasting, which is solely responsible for its content. You can keep up with the latest West Virginia news throughout the day on our website, wvpublic.org. Support for our news bureaus comes from Shepherd University. Our Appalachia Health News Project is made possible with support from CAMC and Marshall Health. West Virginia Morning is produced with help from Bill Lynch, Brianna Heaney, Chris Schultz, Curtis Tate, Emily Rice, Eric Douglas, Jack Walker, Liz McCormick, and Randy Yowie. Eric Douglas is our news director and he produced today's show. I'm your host, Teresa Wills. This is West
2: Virginia Morning.